All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. All right, let's get into things presented by Botano. It's time to dig in deeper as to what's going on with the Will and Elander situation. And quite honestly, it's not much. The latest reports, Rosie suggests that negotiations are not going well. Chris Johnson, of course, saying he believes the Nylander camp wants north of 10 million bucks per season. Seems a bit high. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. Like, uh it's tough. Like I understand why it's not going that way. What would you do if you're Willie Nylander? You still have a contract for this season. There's no rush. Um, you're going to say you're going to try to maximize everything you can. And so is your agent. You're going to play hardball and so are the Leafs. And I don't know why everyone's just assuming this thing's going to get done this week. Like it doesn't have to get done this week. And I don't know when I was playing, like it wasn't always as common as it is now. I don't think to, extend your contract before the last year's done. Just like Dubas last year. He's like, I have a year left in my contract or maybe it was Keith. He's like, I don't need to resign right now. I'm going to, you know, extend the full, you know, term of my contract and then we can re reconvene. But it's like, they have to get this done right now. And it's, I understand why you want to, you want to know where your cap situation is. You want to know what you're looking like down the road, but it's like, Willie's going to play hardball and so are the Leafs. And I can understand why they're not, you know, coming to a term, especially when Willie's looking for, over 10 like do you think you can get that in the free free agency market next year over 10 well that's what i'm starting to wonder because again we think and key phrase being we think the uh the salary cap is going to go up significantly next summer and that's why i think you're seeing a lot of these players sign one-year deals or two-year deals because we we expect the cap to rise exponentially the next couple years but i think it's more so the thinking that there has to be an element of purpose to this whole situation because if you have to shift rosie you have to try and trade this guy like I guess what we're getting at is they're pro the, the likeliest scenario is that he doesn't re-sign, but they enter the season with Willie Nylander 
walking himself to free agency. And I, I just think that scares a lot of people, quite frankly. Yeah. And I mean, if, if it gets down to the nitty gritty and we're coming up to trade deadline and depends on what's going on and what we need and where we're sitting, you know, you could see a deal get done then maybe it gets done this summer. It's tough to say, man, but uh, you know, it, if they really believe they're not going to get a deal done and they're going to lose him to free agency, they're, they're not going to let that happen, obviously. But it's just the, you know, we have this core four. He seems to be one of the guys who has been performing the last year or so. Um, and I guess in his mind, that equates to an X dollar value. And I just, it seems like, you know, in the past, Toronto was kind of panicked saying, oh my God, we can't lose this guy. And they overpay. And I think they've done that before. I don't think Tree Living is going to do that again. And whether something big happens in the next, you know, week or month is is yet to be seen. But so far, it doesn't look like Willie's willing to take, you know, a discount. And I can understand that. Not many players do. If you're in the, if you're in the, you know, John Tavares camp where you know you made lots of money on Long Island, you're playing your blah blah blah. Like it's not as big of a deal. But for Willie Nylander, he's a little younger. This is one of his prime contracts. He's not going to say I'm going to take a big cut, even though no one else did to come back to Toronto and try to do something yet. Is he pricing himself out of the team? I guess that's up for you to decide, but be fun to get when the, all the analytics get beside by side each other and their comparables get going. Is he worth that or not? I think that'll be the debate. It certainly is. And, and to me, the negotiation is a pretty simple one. And maybe that's why I'm not in this league and an executive in this league, but it's like pretty simple. Do you want the Meyer extension or do you not? If it's not team of Meyer money, I'm sorry, pal, like you're done. I think at the end of the day, Willie Nylander and his camp needs to figure out how badly he wants to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. If he wants the money, then so be it. He's not going to get it with this team. Like, and and they've been down this road before with this guy, right? Like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where he walked the team and both sides, I mean, were at fault that year, but they made it within seconds of him being eligible to play period that season. So like, I think at the very least, the Nylander camp has showed how far they're willing to go here. And, that, and that's what concerns me. Like I just... I don't really see a pathway where there's a resolution from the Toronto perspective that makes sense. Like the only way they're going to keep him is that they overpay. Yeah, it, it's looking that way. And if one thing he's proven for sure that we know it's that, you know, he's not bluffing. He's willing mm -hmm. to sit out. He's not scared to do that kind of thing. He's done it before. So, you know, if he's that stubborn and hard nosed and, you know, um, that's not that's not uh, a shot at him. If that's where his head's at and he says, I'm worth this and I'm not willing to take a dime less then there's going to have to be something that gets done, you know, and um, I don't think he's going to take a big haircut, but does he see the light? Does his agent sit him down and say, here's what your, you know, here's what the comparables are, whether you think you're worth this or not, it, it may not be in the cards. You know, even if you go to free agency, even if you get, you know, dealt at the deadline and, and hook up with another team that needs you or wants you, there's nothing to say that you're going to be in a different situation if you, if you hold out. So It'll it'll depend what they're going through in their camp, what their heads at, where their mind space is, when, and how they are doing, looking at the different comparables. And if he still believes, and his agent believes that he's worth X, and and it's just not in the cards for Toronto, then he's not going to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. Simple as that. But I mean, if he understands that, you know, maybe I'm shooting a little bit high, maybe the cap won't get up, maybe my comparables are a little bit off, um, maybe they can get something done. But right now, it looks like they're pretty far apart. There's lots of speculation Brad Tree Living is nowhere close to being done. I don't know if you caught uh, John Klingberg's media veil, but he said Brad Tree Living uh, said there's some more I'm going to work on here. And so right away, the googly eyes come out on social media. I know Twitter's been down for the last couple of days, but you start to wonder, what are they up to? I, I mean, there's been the connection to the Calgary Flames ever since Brad Tree Living 
uh, was canned there, obviously hired by the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's that uh, correlation. We all know he likes Adorov, Anderson, Hannafin, Tanev. Like, there's defensemen on that roster. But for me, I think the likeliest thing to happen is a trade for a top four defenseman. Do you agree? Yeah, and if it's not top four, I mean, you know, a bottom pairing defenseman who is physical. I look at this roster. I mean, when we go back to the shows we were doing before free agency, and I mean, it looked like they were really running it back. It looked like no big moves were making. Everyone was saying, what's this guy doing? Why doesn't he make a move? How come everyone else is pulling triggers and we're just sitting there? Hilarious to look at now. Cause we've made some, some big additions, you know, uh, you know, we got a heavyweight tough guy. We got a, a stud defenseman. We got two gritty forwards, which we desperately needed. And now I just look at this roster, which I'm completely excited about. Still, I want to see, you know, a rough and rugged defenseman on that. Uh, it's hard to get a top four defenseman that's rough and rugged, but like as a door off, I don't know if he would play play in the bottom pairing, but a big body who can get his nose dirty, who makes it tough to get out of the corner, to get in front of the net, who can step up on guys and bang the body. Oh man, we need that on the back end. You know, we're, we're missing the Luke Shen. We know how much of an addition he was when he came to our team at the trade deadline. His physicality was completely noted. It was, it was, uh, it was visual. You could tell, you could see, you could feel it. We need a big body to bang around on the back end and make it difficult. You can't have too much exposure on the back end without being physical. You need to be tough to play against. There's a couple of things working against them. Uh, number one has to be the salary cap, right? If you're going to get a yep. guy like that, you got to bring somebody in. Also, you could, I think you call John Klingberg a stud defenseman. I think it's a project at the very least. I, I think they need a massive upgrade on the back end. Ooh. I still have my wonders if it is John Klingberg. I didn't mind the mood. I still don't mind the move, but I think he is what he is. He's not the same player he was a couple of years back and he's a lot of, lost a lot, a lot of confidence. But I know what you're saying. Like, I think they need that type of guy almost to like a replace a Luke Shen. I know it was a small sample size to have Shenner in the mix there, but somebody who brings a bit of bite in the back end. Like I, I, I mean, there's a couple guys who play heavy, but for the most part, I don't want to call them soft. It's a different looking blue line. And I think to have that edge, especially in the Stanley cup playoffs, you need that type of guy on your back end. You need a bunch of them. I mean, just look at what the two teams in Florida and Vegas in the Stanley cup final brought to the table. Right. 100%. You need guys that think hit first, not puck first, body first. A guy's coming down, taking you wide. You just look at his chest, look at that logo, and you drive your shoulder right through it. Put him on his ass. The puck will go to your partner. You know, punish those guys for coming across your blue line. Make them pull up, make them think twice. You know, in front of that net, you give those little shots on the hips, on the kidneys all the time, constantly working a guy, working a guy. By the end of the game, by the end of the series, God, those skill guys are going to be like, I'm going to back off here, try to find a soft spot, try to find something easier. Like I'm just getting beat to hell going into these corners, going in front of this net, make it hard to play against when you just sit there and okay, I know where my guy is. He's right there. I'm just going to look at him and watch him. And Oh, there's the guy coming wide. I mean, let me do some, some stick pokes here. Those guys just salivate over that stuff. They pull up, they go through you. They make the passes that you give them the space. They're looking down the puck. They're looking, oh, maybe I should do a backhand toe drag here. Kaboom! Train runs right fucking through you. Oh, boy. Those guys hate that. And we need guys like that on our team to make other people hate playing against the Maple Leafs. Guys are tough to play against in general. And certainly we'll we'll see what Brad Tree Living has up his sleeve. Again, as you mentioned uh, earlier, it, it's just way too early to make a proclamation or assessment one way or another. Let him cook. It's a long off season. Doesn't mean he has to make a move tomorrow or three weeks from now. I mean, it's a long, long couple months leading up to training camp in September. But again, they have been linked to teams like the Calgary Flames. Of course, that 
familiarity with Brad Tree living, but there's some teams out there who are looking to get into the mix here. So I'm curious to see what the Leafs can do from that perspective. And of course, the Nylander front too. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. If they elect the smartest play here is to deal Willie Nylander. I think a lot of teams can step up into that point. Maybe it's a defense and maybe it's something else to help on this Maple Leafs roster. Now, this is the big question stemming from the postseason exit. Are the Leafs tough enough? Um, and certainly they've found ways to rectify that situation a bit. And I loved Brad Tree Living, what he said. They needed more snot in the lineup, pretty much more yeah. pugnacity. He added Reeves, he added Bertuzzi, he added Domi. Is it enough in your opinion? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, again, I would like a tougher guy on the back end. I would like a more physical defenseman, but you see what they've added. And I mean, you've you've added this, but you're not going into a team whose mindset is just pure, you know, Philadelphia flyers from the early seventies where that, that doesn't get it done anymore. We realize that um, some people think Reeves is like, well, what's he going to do? If you look at the playoff games that that guy has played and how he's been an integral part in, in playoff runs with teams with high skill, he doesn't parade to the penalty box every time he gets a shift. Cause he's like, Oh my gosh, here's my chance to go be a meathead. He's pretty <laughs> smart about it. And he's proven that it's not a small sample size. It's his entire career. He's played a ton of playoff games. So I think that's actually, you know, more beneficial than people give it credit. And when you look at the addition of like the Bertuzzi's and the Domi's and those guys that can play hard nose that don't back off, they don't look at their skates when there's a little scrum, they got their leading with their chin going, who's, who's, who did that? Who's that? Who's coming? You know, and that, that's super important. And, you know, we've done that without taking away from, you know, all our eggs are in the core four basket, but we've added to add that edge without pulling away from those guys yet. And if you're talking about dealing Willie Nylander, if you open up that hole, the Willie Nylander hole, what can you get in return? I guarantee you right now, Tree Living is exercising all options, trying to find the best possible deal if that's the direction that he has to go. And you could probably add a lot of what we're looking for if it's out there for a Willie Nylander. I'm skeptical about that right now. I just think there's absolutely zero money to go around in this league. Just look at some of the trades the last couple of weeks. Um, and I, I do agree, like Nylander is a premier talent. And I think in the right, in the right market with money, he goes for a haul, but I just don't know if that's going to be right now. But getting back to the point about the team toughness, everybody tries to say it's contagious. I mean, you've been in a locker room. I just don't know if I feel that way with the Marners, the Nylanders, the Matthews, like the Tavares of the world. 
I don't know if it's something you can pick up, you know, if that makes sense. Like you bring in a Ryan Reeves, is is anything going to change with these guys when it comes to getting into the corners or getting dirty or, you know, face washing a guy after the whistle? I just don't subscribe to that. Like, and that's what my struggle is, is like, I understand what they're trying to do. And it's, it's so different than the previous administration with Kyle Dubas, where it's analytics and it's puck possession and it's everything else. And now they want to bring some bite, but I just wonder how much control that's going to have or, effect maybe is a better word for some of the marquee players on this roster. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You got to decide on what scale are you talking about? Is Mitch Marner going to go out there and just turn into this power forward beast because Ryan Reeves <laughs> is on the it. team? Of course not. Of course not. But I've played on teams where you have the reputation of, of being that tough jam team where you don't back down from anything. And it's contagious to a point where say there's a scrum in front of the bench, you know, and Matthews is involved in it, but Domi's out there with them and they're pushing and shoving. And previously you're sitting there and you're going like, they look at their skates cause there's nobody out there. There's nobody coming. We have nobody. And because of that, the other team is on their toes. They're playing physical. They're, they're chirping from the bench. They're, they're trying to intimidate. And it's like, God, there's not, there's nothing I can do about this. When you have those guys on the team and they're the ones initiating that kind of thing, they're the ones chirping from the bench. They're the ones starting the scrum. All of a sudden, you'll notice that when Matthew's in a scrum, he's kind of got his hands up high a little bit and he's giving a guy a face washer. He's got his guy, you know, tied up in their nose to nose. That kind of thing happens. And I've seen teams and players not transform themselves incredibly, but you start to play with a little edge because you're like, hey, I got my boys here. And hey, this is how we play. And that's what rubs off and it's contagious. Is it world changing? No. But is it beneficial? I think absolutely. You don't this. You don't think this stuff matters as you watch right now. Just go check out what Barry Trotz said, the GM of the Nashville Predators, regarding the acquisition of Luke Shen and how he single-handedly he felt turned that series a couple years back in the Final Four between the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning, dragging his team into the fight. And that's all you need to hear, especially on guys like Luke Shen. So I totally agree. So you look at this Maple Leafs roster, and again, I think it's so hard to quantify early on here in the month of July, but is this Leafs team better than the one that finished the season is the premier question here. They added Reeves, they added Klingberg, Domi, Bertuzzi, they lost O'Reilly, Achari, Bunting, Kerfoot, Shen, Hull, and a couple others. Is it too early to tell, or can you make an assessment one way or another? I can tell you that I'm more excited about really? this team than yeah. I was. Um, again, you didn't, I mean, that core four kind of is everything, but you know, with all the eggs in that basket, it, they, they obviously couldn't get it done in the playoffs for several years in a row. They just don't have enough of a supporting cast to be a, a deep playoff team. And I just think that we have gotten better with the acquisitions that they've made that allow them just to simply be a better suited playoff team. I do think that those guys that they've added, if they're all gelling and clicking together, you know, they all bring something to the table, they all open holes and it will allow the core four to actually do what they're supposed to do in the playoffs when they tend to, you know, shy away a little bit, not intentionally, I'm sure. But when you're left out to, to dry like that and you have, you know, a one dimensional type style of play and you get into the playoffs where everyone knows the style of play changes drastically, it's shown to be their heel. And I think now that you have addressed it, I have reason to believe that they look better suited to go deeper in the playoffs than they did at the end of last year. I almost have that feel where I'm almost expecting them to take a step back in the regular season, a la what Florida did. I don't know why. And and I'm 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 fine with that, man. Like as long as they find a way to get in, I know it got pretty hairy for the Florida Panthers. They had to rely on the Leafs choking in that game, Alex Lyon going on a crazy crazy run. And next thing you know, the Florida Panthers find themselves in. But I almost come to the expectation that that could happen with this Leafs team. And that's why I'm sort of 
you know, channeling myself not to overreact when and if that happens. But I'm with you. I think necessarily when you look at the regular season, I don't know how this is going to benefit this roster as much as like a previous iteration of this team, especially the one that finished last season. I thought they were fantastic. But I think in the long run, they've put themselves in a better position to be a team to be a force to be reckoned with in the Stanley Cup playoffs in terms of the guys they brought in, the character they brought in, the personalities, the color. And and I'm prepared to go that way. Like, I think we're at a point where we know this is an excellent regular season team. We need we need something in the playoffs. We need some jam. We need something different from this team. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I'm not uh, by no means do I think they're going to be like uh, you know President Trophy winning contenders to miss the playoffs. I don't think they're yeah. going to fall off the planet by any stretch. But I almost thought it was to their detriment the last few years where you're just you're just racking up points throughout the regular season. You know, you have some of your easy games. There's no adversity. Yeah. No adversity. And yeah. you just, everyone's telling you, you're looking at this, the numbers and, oh, we're the favorites and everyone's calling you a contender. And it's kind of easy just to think, oh, well, we're going to run through this team because of this reason and that reason. And and then all of a sudden they're always shocked by the pace of the playoffs and the physicality of the playoffs and the brute force of teams that step it up to become playoff contenders. Oh man. And they're always caught. Oh shit. What do we do now? Do we have to reinvent the wheel here to try to get into this series too late? It's over. Oh shit. What happened again? I that's just been what happened. And that's why I was so worried they're going to run it back. But now, you know, if, if they have to, if they have to battle for their points and if they have to like take half of a season to really like mold their identity as a team, you know, that's what tends to happens to teams that aren't necessarily the forerunners of the Stanley cup favorites. And you start building and building and you gain that identity and the guys gel and they become this family. And then all of a sudden you run into the playoffs and we know who the fuck we are. We know how to do it. We know what it looks like. And you start running to teams and you can be the one that shocks teams who think, and they're going to have an easy time. And you know, that's a look that the Maple Leafs haven't really ever had. They're always kind of overhyped and more of a regular season type team in recent memory. And I just like that they're going towards a direction. And again, he, Tree Living says he's not done, but going in the direction of making that their identity more so than what it's been the last few years. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 